So I would say that getting into the material every day, day in and day out is key. You shouldn't skip a day of study because if you skip the day and then you lose the momentum, it's very hard mm-hmm. to get back. Momentum is key. And uh, revising, revising the topics, whatever we studied earlier. And uh, I think the, yeah, I, I forgot to mention the set of 30 questions, which you reiterate every now and then. I used yeah. to do that. I used to keep in mind that doing that set of 30 questions every day, even after I do my you know, new material. Because that will help us retain the, uh, the material that we had already studied before. So mm-hmm. that is very important. And uh, flashcards. I would recommend uh, PowerPoint uh, slides. Maybe that is a new thing to the yeah. audience or whoever is listening to them. Mm-hmm. PowerPoint slides definitely help. Welcome to episode 79 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Roland. Roland is one of our customers from India, and at the time of this interview, he had just passed FAR. I think this was about three months ago. He is now all done with his other three sections. So congrats to Roland. What I really like about Roland's story is that in the interview, you know, I could tell that he was always evaluating his own study process and he was making changes when something wasn't working. And as you'll hear him describe in the interview, when he started the study process, the material was really difficult for him. So in this interview, Roland has a lot of very specific tips about how he studied, how he broke down each aspect of the study process. You get to hear, like I said, his iterations of what he was doing in the beginning, why he realized that one thing wasn't working and what he would switch to or the things he discovered that really did work for it. So before we get into the interview, I just want to mention two things. First, if you have not taken the time yet, the best place for you to start, and this is where pretty much every person you've heard on these interviews started, is one of our free study training webinars. That is where we do the full overview of how we think the study process should work how to use your review course much more efficiently and much more effectively. What I always say is this is one hour that will literally save you months and months of time and frustration, mainly because you won't have to figure this stuff out on your own through trial and error. So to sign up for one of those sessions, just go to our main website at superfastcpa.com, or if you're watching this on YouTube, there should just be a link down in the description. The second thing is our free podcast giveaway. So each month we give away three pairs of Powerbeat Pro headphones, What we really emphasize is that while you're trying to study for these exams anyways, you should be trying to use all the little gaps in your day to constantly be re-reviewing, re-hitting topics. They are my favorite headphones. I use mine constantly. Audio is just such a helpful medium because you can be listening, reviewing something, learning new things while you're doing other mundane tasks that we have to do every day, like driving, going to the gym, going on walks while you're preparing meals, whatever it is, you can have headphones in. So to sign up for the free giveaway, just go to superfastcpa.com enter. Or again, if you're on YouTube, there will be a link down in the description. So with that out of the way, let's get into the interview with Roland. You said you're in India? Yes, that's correct. What part or what city? Yeah, I am from Bangalore, Karnataka, India. Okay. That's a big one, right? I've heard of that, I think. Yeah, yeah that's a big city. Awesome. I just looked and we've sent a lot of emails back and forth over the last uh, year or so. How long have you been working on your CPA? Yeah. So my CPA journey started in the month of uh, January 2020. 
I think uh, that is when I, I watched a lot of YouTube videos, YouTube advertisements from your website, uh, okay. CPA, and mm-hmm. that is how I got to know about it. And I think that is when the new version of the CPA study material as well, which came out, which seemed pretty interesting. And the b- videos and the testimonies which the candidates gave, the already purchased customers, that seemed to be very interesting and very influencing. And that is why I got very motivated and then I was like, you know, totally satisfied that this study material will help me pass the CPA exams. Awesome. So you mentioned some of the interviews. So did you hear some of the other podcast interviews then? Yeah, I have heard a few of them. Cool. And then you're using a main review course as well for kind of your main study sessions, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So I use uh, MITES. So there's a course called MITES. Yeah, I've heard of that. From India? Mm -hmm. Yes, I use that. Okay. So not so much about the study process, but how does it work if you're, isn't there an Indian CPA? Like, it seems like I've heard, like there's a separate CPA in India, the Indian CPA. And then obviously you're working on the, like the US CPA exams. So what's the difference between those two? And how, if you were in India, how do you choose between which one you try to get? Yeah, sure. So Indian CPA is basically called Chartered Accountancy. Chartered Accountancy is a three-year course and you can start the course right from your past your 12th grade. That is when you can start. So that does not require okay. three years of bachelor's degree or any sort of okay. degree which which makes you eligible for a 120 credit. Like you don't need that 120 credits in order to sit for the Chartered Accountancy course. Okay. And there are three levels. So there's a foundation, intermediate, and a final, which spans across three years. And during these three years, the candidate has to work under a qualified chartered accountant in order to sit for the final exams. Okay. Yeah. And and that is why I felt that this is a three-year course, which is pretty long. You have Mm -hmm. to remain invested in the course. And then a lot of time goes into this. But at the same time, while I was uh, studying for my bachelor's, that is when one of the big fours came to our uh, uh, college and then they had come for placements. And uh, in their pre-placement talk, they had mentioned about the Certified Public Accountant course and uh, what are the benefits of it. And I was convinced enough, you know, to sit for the interview. And uh, yeah, and fortunately, I got through the interview process. And right now, yeah, my CPA journey is on. Yeah, and you've passed uh, three so far, right? That's what you're... Um... Yes, that's correct. I've, I've passed FAR, BEC, and uh, audit. Awesome. FAR is the big one. I mean, having three done, that's awesome. So you know your process is working. Going back to that real quick. So did you do the chartered accountant thing already? And then now you're adding the uh, CPA? I'm not yet, Nate. So I haven't done that. I actually did the foundation course, after which I joined my bachelor's degree program where uh, the classes used to be pretty long and then I couldn't manage both. And that is why I thought of maybe just complete my bachelor's degree and later I'll probably get back to the chartered accountancy course. However, you know, one of the big fours came to our college and unfortunately I got placed. So that that got sidelined and I got into the CPA course. Awesome. And so that's why it's applicable because you'll be working on uh, like American client stuff using yes yes okay yes gotcha yeah so cpa is uh the firm and encourages candidates to do cpa so that is a win-win situation for both of us and uh 
they changed it, right? Where you can test for the CPA there in India. I think even like a year ago, you had to fly somewhere else. Was that, is that right? I don't know that yes. much about. Yes, that's, yes, that's correct. Actually, 2020 has been a blessing in disguise because earlier we were supposed to go to the Middle East or come to USA in order to give the exams. But okay, uh, during right. the COVID, COVID-19, I think uh, AICPA were uh, kind enough to make the Indian candidates not to travel anywhere and give the exam within India. So I think in India, there are around eight centers across, across the country where candidates can give the CPA exam. So I found it, uh, you know, very easy and uh, very convenient to give the exams and not to travel during COVID-19. Yeah, that's nice to not have to yeah travel during that. Has all the big four kind of, do they have a presence down there? So there's a decent demand for getting the, the CPA? Yes, yes. There are a lot of yeah. MNCs which have come down to India and then they are looking out for CPAs. So the credibility of CPA is very much increasing in India and a lot of candidates from India are looking forward to CPA. As I was mentioning earlier, the chartered accountants who are already qualified are also looking for CPA as an extra qualification so that they can get an exposure of international accounting or maybe get settled somewhere outside India or anything of that sort. Gotcha. Awesome. So going back to your study process, you kind of found our website and our study tools pretty much as soon as you started studying for the CPA then? Yes. Okay. You followed one of those ads and watched our free hour training. That's what most yes, people I did do. That. that. Was that your first thing? Yeah, that was the first thing. Actually, when I went on YouTube and uh, tried finding CPA, that is when a couple of ads from your side I got to watch. And then I was uh, pretty, you know, curious to get to know about <laughs> yeah. more about your strategies and uh, the how, how fast you cleared your CPA exams in three months, which was very eye-catching. And uh, I got into the videos and I was, you know, convinced enough. Then I kept watching your motivating videos, which you used to, you know, post mm -hmm. uh, about doing the MCQs uh, every now and then, and then revising the material on a daily basis. So all those things, yeah. you know, actually, when we look at it pragmatically, it actually works. So it kind of, you know, I realized that, okay, this study material will uh, help me in clearing my exams in some way or the other. Yeah, that's awesome. So you have your main review course. So how do you use our study tools along with your main review course? All right. So as I earlier told, I have Miles, uh, mm -hmm. the course provider from India, along with that Superfast CPA. So what I did was I used to start go through the C Superfast CPA, the review notes. Okay. Actually, I, I can, you know, probably tell you one more thing. What I did was before purchasing the Miles, I had purchased the Superfast CPA review course in the month of January. Oh, okay. And I had actually bought my Miles review in the month of, I think, February or March. So I had already started, you know, reading through the review material and I was planning for my FAR exam. So I had already started reading through the review notes again and again while I was commuting to office. That time I was going to the office and in mm -hmm. between the lockdown started. So, yeah. So I had made notes. I had highlighted the important points from the FAR section. And during the office hours, whenever we, we had a, a tea break or anything of that sort, I used to have the app open and then I used to do the five minute MCQ sessions. Yeah. So I, I used to pretty much do that during my office time. After the lockdown started, uh, after that, like, you know, I got into my, the main course provider 
and then I used to watch their videos and then uh, do MCQs every day. So, so you just kind of follow the, uh, you just take our strategies of mostly doing sets of MCQs and you just kind of apply that to your, your miles material. And then you still just use our study tools on the app as you go through your day type thing. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, since for me, I am a bachelor's uh, graduate, right? So my concepts for accounting were not that great. So I had to go through the video in order to get that basic level of understanding so that my yeah. concepts are correct. Yeah, because initially I didn't find uh, the MCQ's first approach to be, you know, very convenient. Like I found it to be slightly difficult. So I was going through the videos first. And when I went back to the MCQs, that is when I could, you know, join the dots and then go on with MCQs. Yeah. And depending on the topic, you know, some people, you, you have to do it that way, but that makes sense. And so which one did you take first? So I gave my part exam in the month of December, 2020. I took a lot of time to prepare for it because mm -hmm. I really wanted far to get out of the way initially. Yeah. So yeah. I had... I started studying for my exam, I think in the month of July, August. That is when I kept on doing my MCQs, the main course uh, miles. Whenever I got time in between, I used to do the super fast CPA, a five minute video, I mean, sorry, the MCQ uh, sessions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one more thing that I would like to mention is the flashcard concepts. So I, what I used to do is I used to prepare my notes in the form of a PowerPoint presentation. So I used to use Microsoft PPT as a tool. Since if you look at the PPT over there, the slides are in the form of a flashcard where, where you can just scroll down, yeah. you know, up or down in yeah, order to true. review the material. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I did my MCQs and if I found that, okay, this MCQ is slightly tricky or maybe a little challenging. That is when I wrote down in my own words or whatever the information that MCQ used to provide after I click on the right or the wrong answer. I used to get that information and then I used to put that in my PPT slide one after the other, which was actually very handy on my exam day because I never opened my main course provider on the exam day. I was just relying on the PPT slides that I had prepared, which mm -hmm. actually I think pretty much had everything that I wanted to, you know, cover before the exam day. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't heard that someone using PowerPoint, but the key idea is to have some form, like some people take like just notes, normal notes, handwritten notes in a notebook. Some people type it out in Microsoft Word. Some people make digital flashcards, physical flashcards. But the key idea is just some form of writing out the concepts that you struggle with in your own words so that you can understand it. And yes, look at it later. And yeah, the most helpful time. Yes. Right before your exam. So yes, yes. you still do that. You do all your notes in PowerPoint still. Yeah. Yeah. I still do it because I find it very effective. I initially for the past section, it was my first time. So that I like, I didn't realize it earlier. So that is why I took a long time preparing for the past section. So earlier, like you said, I used to just watch videos in order to understand mm -hmm. the past section. And yeah. uh, to be honest, I have watched most of the videos twice. Yeah. Because, you know, what happens is I tend to forget the concept or it doesn't remember sometimes. Yeah. So then for the third time, I realized, okay, you know, I have to put this down somewhere in order to remember it. And at the, you know, exam day, it will be very easy because I can't again go through the books. The books are, you know, very thick, like, you know, very fat. 
it's very difficult yeah. on the exam exactly. to go through that and that is why i decided to resort to the microsoft ppt slides which was very handy and i could carry my laptop to the exam center before before giving my exams and it was mm-hmm. actually pretty convenient and so when you when you review them do you uh i can't even remember what it's called do you like go into presenter mode so you can just click through your slides really fast yes yes i used to go to the presentation mode and then uh, i also bought a presentation remote which used to help me you know oh, okay. find a place yeah and then switch slides so yeah that's, that's funny i mean that's a that's a good idea i bet someone will hear that and try it that way and then what was your process for kind of learning multiple not multiple choice um task based simulations and how did you use those in your study routine yeah so the th- task based simulations i actually in a row didn't start attempting it until i was complete with my mcqs and the entire course because uh, the task based simulations seemed to be quite intimidating if you just jump in in between so what mm-hmm. i did was i initially completed my mcqs and the review course the videos all of it and after which i started my task based simulations so task based simulations uh, pretty much i used to just go through them initially i felt it very hard because uh, this entire cpa exam itself was new to me yeah so yeah. it was initially very hard for me but as and when i got to know the gist of it how the you know the tester tries to test the concepts on the exams then initially and then after that on weekends i used to you know do a couple of them or maybe three or four of them i used to take a lot of time initially because like to be honest i used to take around maybe 30 minutes 45 minutes for a simulation because they were hard fast simulations mm-hmm. are hard <laughs> yeah they are and uh, yeah and after that slowly i started picking up the base and uh, i think before the exam maybe a one week before that i used to do a lot of sims and mcqs and i gave a couple of uh, mock tests as well and one more thing i would like to mention is i gave my mock test at the time zone when i'm actually taking my exam so i used to take my exam in the afternoon session so mm-hmm. i gave a couple of my mock tests in the afternoon session itself so that i get to understand how i'm feeling whether i'll you know whether i'm sleepy or i'm active all of that i just wanted to like experience that before going into the actual exam yeah that's a good idea just the same time of day see what 4 hours feels like i mean it's a good idea so are you are you going back to work now or are you still at home you're working from home yeah i'm still working from home and i okay. i find it very Uh, you know interesting and lucky enough to be at home so that i yeah. can prepare for my exams so i'm just hopeful that until december i can clear all my sections and then maybe after that i can get back to office so yeah. i'm still working from home when is your reg exam scheduled for in the month of uh, december oh it's in december okay yes so you you've take you take quite a bit of time for each uh, exam yeah that's because i'm currently working right so i find yeah. it little uh difficult and i'm not that great with the concepts so i st- i still have to go to the course and then uh, go through it so yeah as you said it's it is very you know convenient to go uh as per the mcq first approach but i just find it a little more uh, easy to go through the videos and then get back to mcqs i know it is little type consuming but since the concepts are not that great i i just prefer that right And like you said, it's it's kind of a different thing because it's kind of all I mean, you're kind of learning some of the basics at the same time, you know, 
So it, it is yeah. kind of a different situation. So what does your daily routine look like from start to finish? Do you study in the morning and then work or just what's a normal day look like? Yeah. So I normally prefer to study in the morning. I used to, you know, get up around 6 a.m. in the morning. So it normally differs, not every day at 6 a.m., maybe 6.30 a.m. sometimes or 5.30 a.m. sometimes it, it differs. But I used to make it a point getting up early in the morning and then trying to study before I log in for my office work. So, yeah, I have studied pretty much. I have always preferred to study in the morning. And if the work was light during the day and if I get to log off a little early, then I also, you know, try to make an effort in the evening to just go through the concepts again or some videos so that, you know, because doing MCQs in the evening, it's little hard during the day. So if it's mm -hmm. videos or something, then you can at least go through them passively. You can just try to understand the concepts. Right. That's always what I've said is it just makes more sense to do your most mentally demanding thing in the morning when your brain is fresh before it's you're tired from work. And so that would be the morning. And then uh, yes. stuff in the evening that's just kind of easy on your mind, like reading the review notes or looking through your own notes or I guess your PowerPoints or just stuff that's not as uh, mentally taxing. How do you study on the weekends? Is it any different or is it about the same? Weekends, I used to study around maybe four to five hours. Weekends, like I didn't keep it like very, you know, uh, very strict in terms of uh, studying, but then I used to chill for some time and then I used to study as well. So, but during, nearing the exam, that is when I, you know, studied for more time, put in more hours, but uh, I, I kept it light on the weekends, but I made sure that I study every day because uh, even if we skip at least one day also, the momentum breaks and then it's very hard to get back to the studying because the momentum is key in uh, the CPJ. Yeah, definitely. That was a big thing for me. It was just easier for me to not take days off. It just made the, yeah. just made the whole thing easier. And then do you ever struggle with motivation? Like have days where you just really don't want to study? And if you do, like, I mean, what do you tell yourself? How do you get yourself to still do it? Yeah, for me, the benefits of the CPA after becoming a qualified CPA uh, was enough for me to motivate myself. Apart from that, whenever I was down, like looking at the simulations or maybe the content in the section, I used to take it, you know, slightly slow so that I don't get overwhelmed. <clears throat> but apart from that, uh, like, you know, in, in one of your videos, you mentioned that, you know, you need to gift yourself something or reward yourself something after every exam. So yeah. like after my second exam, I, I tried to reward myself. Like I, like I, I got a little bit of, you know, uh, bicycle gear, like I got a, a sunglasses while riding a bicycle. <laughs> and then yeah. after the next exam, I, I bought the, you know, the cycling gear. And then maybe after the exam, maybe I'm planning to uh, purchase a bicycle for long distance cycling. Probably. That's awesome. What was your test day experience like? Did you get through the MCQs pretty quickly? So you had a lot of time for the Sims or what was the hardest part about test day or any surprises? Just what was your whole test day experience like? Yeah, sure. So the first exam was, uh, I don't, I didn't know what to expect in the first section, but before the exam, I had made up my mind that I'm just budgeting the time during the exam. So I had uh, thought of maybe giving around 40, 45 minutes for the couple of sections each so that in within one and a half hour, I can clear the two testlets of MCQs and the rest yeah. of the time I parked it for the simulations. And also for each simulations, I 
planned around 10, 15 minutes in order to solve them. I was actually pretty much uh, successful in terms of uh, going through the FAR section because I was able to complete the exam and I, I took the entire four hours to, you know, give my FAR section. Mm-hmm. But uh, the experience wasn't the same for the audit first section. Over there, uh, since I had already given my exam, so I was of the opinion that, okay, this time I need to get my MCQs right. And I ended up spending a little bit more time than I budgeted for the MCQs. And after that, the simulations, I, I just had to rush, rush through them. And during the exam, I felt that, okay, I think I went wrong somewhere and I couldn't clear for the first time the audit section. So I was going to ask you about audit. Did you ever have an auditing class, like in your bachelor's degree or anything? Yes, I did. But then that was Indian audit. It was not US audit. It seems so. Auditing is. I actually learned the audit after studying for the CPA exams because in the bachelor's degree, like, you know, it was just a course. And then I just, you know, went through it. So nothing special, but then the actual audit I learned from the CPA course, because it's very comprehensive. It is very detailed and then it, it goes process after process. Like you really get to know what yeah. an auditor does. So I actually learned audit like with the help of CPA, of course. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is when you study, when you started studying audit or studying for the audit section, that's essentially all that was just brand new to you. Like you're learning it from scratch, basically. Yes. That yes, would be, yes. uh, that would be hard, real hard. In fact, yeah. Audit ends up being hard for a lot of, maybe I shouldn't say a lot, but if you don't work in audit and then you take the audit exam, like audit ends up being the hardest exam for a lot of people just because it's so much of it sounds really, really similar, but it's obviously very different depending on what report you're talking about or, you know, what process. So was that the case for you? Was it really difficult to even get to where you felt like you had a good understanding of it? Uh, no, actually audit, I found it interesting and uh, kind of easy as well, because mm. I actually, I took around a couple of months to uh, prepare for the first, first attempt of audit exam. And I was, you know, confident enough that I will, uh, you know, clear. But what happened was on the exam day, I ended up going off my budget and then uh, spending more time on the MCQs, which yeah. led me to rush through the simulations. And then uh, like, I had to just, it, it didn't go well at the end. And yeah. uh, the second attempt, I, I totally made a point that, you know, I'm not giving more time, even though I don't get the MCQs correct. So the second attempt, I went through the exam and then I actually finished it, I think 15, 20 minutes before that. And I was confident enough that, you know, this time it actually went well. So the second attempt awarded was good and I cleared it. Awesome. And how long did you study for your retake for the second one? I took around a week. Oh, that's it? Yeah, actually, the thing was, I gave my first attempt in the month of April and the second attempt in the month of uh, August. So that was pretty long because in between I gave my BC section as well, which I cleared in the first attempt. So I I think there were a couple of weeks time between the BC and audit section. And uh, yeah, I think I took around a week's time to prepare for audits the second time. And since I had prepared my PPT slides, as I told you, right? So that was very, very crucial because I, I couldn't afford to get back to the books again. So I had read through the, uh, the Superpass CPA review material and the main course provider material, all of that. And I had prepared my notes and all the MCQs that I had attempted in my first attempt. I made those uh, flashcards in the form of PPTs. And in this way, 
for me, I was able to, you know, prepare for it in a, in a week's time and then give my exams. Yeah, that's pretty good. So you failed out at the first time and then just moved on to BEC, took that, passed it, and then did your audit retake? Yes, yes. Okay. yes. But that's because I think the CPA, they were undergoing the changes after July 1st, right? So I really wanted oh. to give, Yeah. I really wanted to give the sections before the July. But uh, like, you know, I think in India, the COVID again started to rise. The COVID cases started to rise during that time. Mm-hmm. And the prometric centers, you know, they, they didn't allow the candidates to come and take the exam. And that is why I had to just wait after July. And then I gave my BEC in the month of July last week and the audit second week of August. So yeah, in that way, I ended up giving it in the new syllabus itself. But fortunately, yeah. I cleared it. Nice. And I I guess that's a, so you you studied ma- mainly for the BEC version pre-July changes. Yeah. Yes. So was there a lot of surprises on the exam because you ended up taking it after the July changes? I mean, I know we're not supposed to talk about any specific things you saw, but where was there any big surprises or was it still pretty much what you'd studied for? Yeah, so actually I had prepared for the old syllabus itself, but uh, since I had given it late July, right, so I was kind of aware, you know, what were the new topics that are going to be tested, especially the information technology part of the BCE exam. Mm-hmm. So I was, and also the main course provider, they were, you know, kind enough to provide updated material. And also I had updated my super fast CPA version as well for the 2021 study material. And and in that way, the BC material was pretty much updated. And on the exam day, I didn't find it surprising. Like I was, you know, it went actually well for me. But I think the task-based simulations were kind of, you know, tricky. And the written communication tests, that was okay. I actually gave one hour of time in order to read the written communication yeah. uh, testlet. Because that requires that much time. Because uh, yeah. we're not used to the keyboard which the test center provides us. And there are a lot of factors that we actually don't think that come into the picture while giving the exam. So I, you know, parked around one hour for the written communication tests. And I was uh, I was not that confident after giving BC exam because of the simulations. But I felt that the WCDs were, uh, you know, the key which which helped me clear the exam. The, sorry, the what were the key? The written communication testlet, the last testlet. Oh, okay. And then, so now that you're studying for reg, how are you finding that material? Is that really difficult or it's just like anything else? You're just learning it and it's really not that difficult. It's just taking time to get through it all. Actually, reg material is kind of, I don't know, for me as an Indian student, it seems to be very new and yeah. uh, and uh, I'm finding it a little difficult right now because uh, there are a lot of sections and uh, yeah, right now I'm just slowly going through the material trying to understand. So I still have uh, two and a half months of time to prepare for it. However, office work is also there. So yeah. I'm just trying to balance. Yeah, I would say on reg, especially you want to focus on what you're seeing in the questions because what What's easy to happen on reg is when you start thinking about things, especially with tax questions, you will think of how it connects to other tax rules and it might be like a an exception or you think it might be an exception. I guess basically what I'm saying is restrict yourself to the explanations 
per question instead of seeing a question, thinking about it, and then thinking, okay, I need to go back to that entire lesson or, you know, look up how this connects with these other tax rules I'm kind of familiar with. Just try to like keep it simple and confine your yourself to the explanations given for each question, because typically the questions, they won't get that complicated as in really trying to test if you're thinking of this other exception, like that comes into real practice if you were actually doing tax research for clients, but hopefully that's not confusing, but it's easy to, it's easy to confuse yourself and make it more complicated than it really is, is basically what I'm, what I'm saying for reg. Oh, okay. 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 That's what I'm just uh, trying to go through the syllabus right now. And also I would like to, you know, just tell the audience whoever is watching that speaking to people who have already given their exam as to how their experience was is very much important because as a candidate, if you're giving the exam for the first time, it is very important to have the experienced folks who have already given their exam. The tips are very important from the already mm-hmm. given candidates. It will help you very much during your exams. So I, I recommend that uh, the candidates who are watching this to speak with people who have already given their exam and uh, try and get their experience before they give their uh, no, CPA sections. Yeah. And that's uh, that's one thing that sometimes, like at my firm when I started and all of us new hires were studying for the exams, we would talk about it, but it would always be like, did you pass Like it was almost kind of a pride thing. It seemed like, like almost you didn't want to, I don't know, talk a ton about your process or I, I mean, maybe it wasn't like that, but it kind of, there was some element of that. Like, you know, it's very much a pride thing. Like who's passed, who's passed the fastest. Um, yeah. And then some people even didn't want to say they were taking an exam that weekend in case they failed. Cause then they know you'd get asked about it anyways. Yes. Yeah. But I think that's a good point. Just asking. And then also people that have taken it, hopefully just being helpful about whatever tips they have. So, so that's yes. kind of, that's kind of getting to my last question. Um, so even if it's something we already talked about, what would you say your main top two or three tips are for people who are still trying to figure out their own study process? Yeah. So if I have to, you know, give tips or, you know, since I have given my CP exam, so I am experienced enough to slightly advise the new candidates who are going to give their yeah. exam. So I would say that getting into the material every day, day in and day out is key. You shouldn't skip a day of study because if you skip the day and then you lose the momentum, it's very hard mm-hmm. to get back. Momentum is key. And uh, revising, revising the topics, whatever we studied earlier. And uh, I think the, yeah, I, I forgot to mention the set of 30 questions, which you reiterate every now and then. I used yeah. to do that. I used to keep in mind that doing that set of 30 questions every day, even after I do my you know, new material, because that will help us retain the, uh, the material that we had already studied before. So mm-hmm. that is very important. And uh, flashcards, I would recommend uh, PowerPoint uh, slides. Maybe that is a new thing to the yeah. audience who are, whoever is listening to them. Mm-hmm. PowerPoint slides definitely help. Yeah, I would say the main three things that I always talk about is obviously like going through the new lessons. That's just obvious. Like you have to do that. That's you have to go through all the material and then to retain the information, retain that material and always build on your understanding. Those three things are the daily set of 30 because that solves a lot of problems in advance. That helps you get good at answering multiple choice questions just in general so that you can get through them pretty quickly on test day. And then 
having some form of putting the topics that you struggle with in your own words, like you said. The third thing is just using the study tools from your phone, because we all have a phone. We look at it all day long. And if you're going through this process, you're putting in the time and money and effort to try and pass these exams. You might as well just be always working on it, just even in five minute chunks. So, yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, Roland, it was awesome to meet you. I appreciate you doing the call. And uh, we've actually Thank had, I, I actually get requests for, because there's more and more Indian CPA candidates, obviously. Like, I mean, yes. you're an example of that. So I've had, I get requests like do, do more interviews because I think, I think so far we've only had one interview. Did you see that? Did you, have you heard that interview with, um, I can't remember his name. Do you remember hearing one of our podcast interviews I, with I, another Indian candidate? I, I, I think I have like on Spotify, I had uh, come across, I think that Indian candidate, but I didn't uh, listen to it. But uh, since I had to get through this uh, interview, right? So I had uh, made it a point to just go to the recent podcast. But yeah. I think I had come across that person's name, but even I don't remember. And which one was that? Just looking at the podcast right now. Well, I know it's on there. I can't see it. We have a lot at this point. We have like over 60, I think we have like 65 interviews. Well, yeah, again, it was great to meet you. I'm glad our study tools Thank could you, help. Dude. And yeah, let me know how, what is it, Reg? Let us know how Reg goes. Oh, because you've been posting in the forum, yeah, right? Sure. Yes, yes. I, yeah. I actually, and also one more motivating uh, factor that I had was uh, I, I really wanted to share my success with everyone. And I had decided that if I clear my exam, I will definitely post it on the Superfast CPA forum. And yeah. that was actually some sort of a motivating factor for me because, you know, once I cleared, you know, I immediately went ahead and posted my results on the Superfast CPA forum. Even that was yeah, a motivating no, I mean, factor for me. Yeah. And that's what's nice about being part of a, part of a group, you know, the having a forum like that or whatever it is. A lot of people are starting to say, because we've had the podcast for like a year, a year and a half now, we, we just get, we get people reaching out to us wanting to be on the podcast. And they say stuff like, once I heard your podcast, it was like my goal to pass so that I could be on your podcast. And so, yeah, just <laughs> that, those kind of factors, like whatever, whatever helps motivate yeah. you, you know? Yes. So, yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay, so that was the interview with Rowan. I'm sure you found that very helpful and very motivating. If you do find these interviews helpful, these take a lot of time. If you think through what this takes to do these interviews, it takes a lot of time to get with our customers, line up our schedules, get on these interviews, record them, edit them, publish them. So if you're finding these useful, I would just ask you two things. Please take a second to find the podcast in the podcast app where you listen to these, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or actually don't think you can leave reviews on Spotify. Not really sure because I don't use Spotify for podcasts, but I know that a lot of listeners use Spotify podcasts. So if you can leave a review, do that as well. But basically, if you're finding these helpful, please take a second to leave a rating and a review. It obviously really helps and it's a free way to support these free interviews. The second thing would be to just share an episode or the podcast in general with someone you know who is also working on their CPA exams. My opinion is that these interviews, getting to hear the full experience that somebody goes through and all these different perspectives and all the different things these different people have struggled with, 
figured out mistakes they were making, their breakthroughs, then the things that were really working. These interviews are the most helpful free resource available anywhere for anyone trying to figure out their own CPA study process. So thank you for watching or listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.